Welcome to the Leverage to Scale show. I'm Amber Vilhauer, founder and CEO of LeverageToScale.com, brought to you by NGNG Enterprises, standing for No Guts, No Glory. We work with purpose-driven business owners to develop their online platform and scale their influence. We believe that you have the opportunity to positively change the world one relationship at a time. Stick around to the end of the show in about 20 minutes and I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing marketing podcasts. Let's go. So hello and welcome to the Leverage to Scale podcast. I am your host, Katie, and I'm here today with Joe Meyer. Joe, go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us what you do and what your business is. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Katie. I appreciate it. My name is uh, Joe Meyer. I'm the founder and CEO of a software and tech startup called ExecThread. Uh, the company's around five years old and we provide, or I should say ExecThread provides uh, its community of high quality, high caliber professionals with access to the hidden job market, which means jobs that are not publicly posted on any other job platform. Almost always exec level job opportunities being worked on by retained executive search firms. Okay, that's like really interesting. I didn't know that there was like a like a secret like kind of hidden job market. Oh yeah, and it's quite big. Oh wow. So, what was the reason that you got into this business and started it? Yeah. Well, mainly because I was actually getting approached for uh, a good number of job opportunities by executive recruiters at my last company. My last company was Apple. I was there by way of an acquisition. Prior to Apple, I was CEO of a startup, uh, a mapping and navigation startup that was acquired by Apple. So when that happened, a bunch of executive recruiters started reaching out to me. And I actually started to think about what I might want to do next if I left Apple. And I started realizing that there's this whole job market out there called the hidden job market, which are job opportunities at real companies at, you know, at very high levels that are not on Indeed or ZipRecruiter or LinkedIn or even on the company website. Um, and the only way you find out about them is if uh, you're fortunate enough to have an executive recruiter reach out to you. Uh, and I just thought that's pretty, that's a walled garden industry that probably needs to be innovated, if not disrupted. And two, it's an industry based on the fact that there's little to no transparency which then leads to uh, an access challenge on the part of candidates. So if the recruiter is determining who to reach out to and candidates don't have access to those opportunities unless the recruiter reaches out to them, then that really disadvantages a lot of professionals out there, especially underrepresented professionals, women and people of color, because if eight out of 10 exec level jobs are filled by white men, well, that means eight out of 10, you know, candidates being approached by executive recruiters or probably white men. Um, but I was actually feeling the access challenge myself because I thought to myself, hey, these opportunities that I am getting approached for by recruiters are interesting, but I'm sure there's a lot of other interesting opportunities out there that I'm not finding out about. So how do I actually go about finding them? And that was the genesis and light bulb moment for ExecThread. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. I mean, and you're totally correct. A lot of executive positions aren't for, they are generally filled by white men. Um, so I, I think that's really cool that you're kind of providing that access for people who are at that skill level. Um, and just to let you know, ExecThread has over 50,000 high quality, high caliber uh, experienced professionals in its network. We're a vetted curated community. 
And uh, just about around 48, 49, so I was just about to say just about 50% of our members are either women, people of color, and or LBGTQ+. So we're over-indexing versus national averages by around 2.5x, which is great. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. So in building this business that like obviously fills a massive need that a lot of people don't know about you know a lot of business owners kind of have that like wow moment you know that moment where you're like wow this really has culminated to this thing that I really thought about what was that moment in your business so what was the light bulb moment or what was the moment where I realized I had a pretty uh you know interesting business opportunity um I mean, we talk about both, but the second one really, like, you know, when you've, you've built the business, you're working on it, yeah. and it really has kind of turned into that thing that you kind of dreamt of. Yeah. So I, I'll answer it twofold. One is, I don't think it ever has, well, I think very few businesses turn into, quote unquote, that business that you've dreamt of, because inevitably, you know, you're going to be led down different paths and a lot of surprising paths and unknown paths along the way of starting and evolving a company and many of which you could have never anticipated. And rarely does a company evolve into what you originally dreamt of. Uh, and exec threat is certainly no different. I apologize for the background noise. Um, uh, but I guess when I realized uh, that there was a really interesting business opportunity is when we actually morphed from a free model to a freemium model with exec thread, which means that we started charging our members for advanced access to the platform. Um, and now thousands upon thousands of exec thread members are paying a subscription for the service. Um, and these are, you know, high quality, high caliber professionals. Um, this noise is in the background. It's going to uh, fade <laughs> in a second. It's okay. um, and, uh, you know, when these high quality, high caliber professionals are now paying a monthly or an annual subscription for the, information and service that you provide, it's, it's very validating. The other thing I would say is we built a report, an automated report in our backend system that now captures in real time whenever an executive member finds an opportunity that they land and secure a job against uh, after having found out about it through ExecThread. And when that report was first created, which was around a year ago, and it captured all of those success stories, several hundred, um, that was pretty validating as well. Right. And so talking about like validating moments, you know, what um, kind of like motivates you to keep like pushing this business forward? You know, as we've heard, you know, earlier, you were successful in your other businesses working for very large companies that are well known. You know, what motivates you to keep pushing this? Yeah. yeah to tell you the truth, ExecThread is no different than my past two or three startups, which is there's what I call a lot of trudging through the mud uh, over long sustained periods of time. So I'm in year number six with ExecThread, um, and it hasn't been easy. It's been challenging almost every step of the way, uh, multiple points along the way. I didn't know if it was worth pursue, continuing to pursue or not. Um, and, you know, a lot of question marks along the way and a lot of, uh, you know, if not sleepless nights, near sleepless nights. And, uh, you know, a lot of moments where I didn't know if I was going to have a business next month or not. Um, and it really questions your commitment level uh, and really forces you to think about why you're really doing this. Ultimately, you know, though, you know, what keeps me persisting and persevering is one, I have a great team that is there alongside me. Two, uh, you know, we now have 50,000 
you know, members in our network who are highly engaged, getting jobs from this, providing a ton of feedback, a lot of it both positive feedback as well as critical feedback. And I was, you know, taught a long time ago, you wouldn't be getting critical feedback if people didn't care about it, you would be getting no feedback. So, uh, you know, that, that is really ultimately what keeps me going. Wow. So, um, you know, in building a business, as you mentioned, it's not always easy, which I think a lot of us know and our listeners know, but what were some of kind of the hard moments or the challenging moments for you in building this business over the past six years? And, you know, how have you ever, how have you overcome that? Yeah. So, I mean, there's some fundamental technical challenges, uh, like for example, how do you scale a vetted curated network? Um, but automate it as well. That was a, a pretty technical challenge. How do you build uh, and update profiles on professionals without being reliant upon LinkedIn's API to do it? Uh, that was a, a pretty big technical challenge uh, and a competitive challenge. Uh, both of those challenges we've overcome. Um, you know, uh, how do you have two almost near-death experiences as a company and continue to come out the other side of it alive and, and now thriving? Um, that those were challenges. How do you lose key critical people along the way on your small team and continue to, you know, uh, prosper in spite of that and retain your employees that are, you know, still there? Um, you know, there, there's, you know, how do you, how do you, uh, you know, pay yourself very little when, you know, you could be making a lot more elsewhere, um, you know, and uh, th- there's just an endless number of hurdles. Um, but, you know, this is what I do for a living, and uh, I've done it before. And um, you know, while it doesn't make it any easier, it, it does give you perspective. Right. And so, in getting that, you know, perspective, have there any, has there been any like teachable moments that maybe, like you said, this is like other startups that you've done, um, but maybe in this specific business, has there been any like teachable moments that you've learned? Like, wow, okay, now that it, like we've done it that way, we've learned that this is a better way to do it, or you know, any plethora of yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe one piece of advice, which is not always executable, which is, you know, the sooner you can figure out how the cash register is going to ring, the better, because that will lead you to the focus that you need. But it'll also lead you to know whether you have a real business or not. Um, and the sooner you can find that out, the better, because you'll know if you're wasting your time or not pursuing it. Um, but it's not always easy to figure that out. And it's not always easy to figure out if you need to continue persisting and giving it multiple more attempts to eventually figure it out. But I I would say that the quicker you can realize if someone's willing to pay you money for what you're doing and how that cash register rings, then that will help you focus on what is most important moving from, from that point thereafter. Right. And so like really focusing and figuring out what the goal is and, you know, where to take it and what your consumers want. Yeah. And I would also say, you know, if you could figure out how to make the cash register ring in a way that simultaneously improves and evolves and enhances the user experience, then then that's really uh, a good thing. Right. So, you know, we've talked about kind of your past tribulations and, you know, building the business. And so let's get a little closer. Like, let's talk about the past year, you know, 2020 has been very interesting and in how it's affected yeah. the general world and us as business people. But, you know, in the past year, you know, how have you grown? Is there anything that you would have changed or how's your yeah. business changed? Yeah. To be quite honest, it's really been the past, um, yeah, 
So I'll tell you what my past year was like. Uh, we, um, last summer, this time, so around 12 months ago, we had two acquisition offers for the company, unanticipated. And uh, at the same time, we were running out of money because we didn't know how to make the cash register ring. In spite of that, we rejected those two uh, acquisition offers, uh, even though we still didn't know how we were going to monetize. But we knew that if we were getting strategic interest from the outside, then there must be something here. Um, so we then started to generate revenue any way, in any way, which way we could, even though it wasn't sustainable recurring revenue, but it proved, like I said before, that people were willing to pay us something um, in return for what we were offering. The combination of getting an acquisition offer or two plus starting to generate some revenue, even though it wasn't recurring and sustainable, gave our investors and some new investors the confidence to put a little bit more money in. But they only gave us enough money to kind of take us another six to eight months. Once we got that money, I killed all the ways we were generating revenue previously because they were non-recurring and not sustainable and started conceiving ways to generate revenue in a more sustainable recurring recurring way that took us around five or six months to figure out so we came close within a month or two of running out of money again mm -hmm. and we then within that you know at the end of that period introduced a new service that is a subscription-based service that is now getting us to break even and beyond uh four or five months later so you know um you know that's been my last 10 months and the only other thing i would say is how has COVID impacted our business? To be quite honest, in a very positive way. And it's because ExecThread is a utilitarian service that provides a solution that many people need right now. Because unemployment is not just hitting retail workers or small business uh, workers and owners. Unemployment and you know downsizings are happening up all the way up the food chain, all the way up to the C-suite. And uh, ExecThread is a service that a lot of people are turning to now to find that next career opportunity in their moment of need. Um, so it's great that we are there to provide, uh, you know, to fulfill that need. Um, and, you know, we've seen our member growth accelerate. We've seen revenue accelerate. And, you know, we have a strong tailwind on our back right now. Great. So, you know, in talking about growth and, you know, obviously how COVID has affected the job market, you know, where do you see exact thread in the next, you know, three to five years. Yeah. I mean, to be quite honest, what there isn't out there is a platform that provides professionals, especially at that VP and above, VP level and above, director level and above, a suite of complimentary services that will help them not only identify that next career opportunity that will hopefully be career advancing, but provides them a suite of services and solutions to uh, position themselves well for that next opportunity, um, market themselves accordingly, uh, present themselves, uh, you know, as best as possible, uh, and, and really position them for that next opportunity. All of the recruiting platforms out there today, uh, focused on executives, service the client, i.e. the company that's paying the recruiter to find the talent. There's not a platform out there that is servicing the candidate, who in my opinion is the most important person in the process because that's the person that needs to go fill that role and, and do it well. Right. And, and I think ExecThread, uh, you know, over the next few years can be that platform that uh, services that professional level count, talent holistically and, and, and uh, you know, thoroughly.
Right. So in talking about, you know, really building that kind of service for those types of direct, you know, directors, VPs, those types of executive level people, um, you know, what does success look like in 2021? You know, getting, obviously trying to get to that goal in the future. Yeah. Yeah. So one is uh, breaking through to profitability. Right now we're on the verge of getting to break even. So breaking through to profitability and staying profitable in a sustainable uh, manner uh, is very important. Uh, two, continuing to grow our core revenue while simultaneously introducing new uh, complementary uh, uh, revenue streams that improve and evolve and enhance the core user experience for our members. Three, growing and scaling our revenue from 50,000 members up to 500,000 members, um, but still staying very vetted and curated. Um, and then three, introducing uh, B2B solutions for hiring companies and executive recruiters alike um, would also be a, uh, you know, a goal of ours as well. Right. So, um, you know, as we're nearing the end of our interview, those 20 minutes go by really fast. Um, yeah. <laughs> how can our community, the Leverage to Scale community, our listeners, you know, help you reach those goals in the following year and, you know, and beyond? Yeah, I mean, I would say it's very similar to how ExecThread has grown to, de- grown to date, which is organically and via word of mouth. So we've gotten to 50,000, very high caliber, you know, uh, you know, We've, we, you know, we've grown this premium network of 50,000 plus high caliber professionals. Um, that's also very diverse as well. Uh, we've done it organically via word of mouth, which is we provide a really strong service and our current members tell other people in their network about them, about ExecThread. So to answer your question, you know, um, you know, we'd love the leverage to scale network to check out ExecThread, give it a try themselves. Uh, you know, find the value that's inherently there uh, and then tell, you know, their peers about it. Help spread the word. Right. Awesome. Thank you again, Joe, for being on the show and um, telling us your business story and um, just sharing with us all the trials and tribulations that you've been through. Can you please let us know exactly where we can find ExecThread at? Yes. Uh, Go to www.execthread.com. It's spelled E X. E-C-T-H-R-E-A-D, execthread.com, and um, you know, apply for free and join for free. Awesome. Thank you so much, Joe. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Leverage to Scale show. If you are a purpose-driven business owner or professional who would like to have a global impact by being interviewed on our show, please visit leveragetoscale.com forward slash guest. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your favorite social network. If you do that, just be sure to tag us with a hashtag leverage to scale. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and pick one winner from each platform. What do you win? We are going to promote you and your business to all of our social media fans totally free. Next, if you thought this was a valuable use of your time, please support the show and give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. I believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. 
My name is Amber Vilhauer, and I thank you so much for your time. Let's connect on your favorite social channels. Thanks for listening. Thank you for being a part of the No Guts, No Glory movement. Thank you.